Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The journey far from over. Heavy I'm obsessed with this game. Enough is never enough. It's about taking it to another level. The only direction is to rise. Makes the catch. It was fun. Everybody in their opinions, they don't deposit at the bank. Welcome to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, a little CNC takeover. You got Freddie Coleman over here, Courtney Cronin over there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPNU. Don't forget to click more in the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio, and that's where you can find us. Miss Courtney Cronin, how are you doing this Tuesday morning? Doing better than Jalen Hurts, I'm going to tell you that, <laughs> our, our, all of our friends who are Eagles fans. Uh, and speaking of Eagles fans, we're going to bring in somebody who shall remain nameless, Alan Yates, hate Yates, on Twitter, by the way. Alan Yates, before we got started, everybody, he basically said that the gods are against the city of Philadelphia. Alan Yates, explain yourself. Like, remember when the Eagles won a bowl? Okay. And then what happened with the Sixers that year? Uh-huh. And then this year, like, the Phillies go to the World Series, and sure. all of a sudden, yeah. other teams in the city's getting hurt. The mm-hmm. Flyers are around. So this is some curse that yeah, you're something... convinced is happening in your city. When one team does well, some other team has to falter. So basically, you're saying there's a bell curve theory there's that applies to your on, city Courtney. and your city only. Yeah, yeah it burns me up. <laughs> it burns me up. A2 Yates? A2? Are we doing A2, this? A2, E2, C. Come on now. Yes. Are we doing like the whole Caesar Caligula thing here because the gods are against your city? A2, hate Yates, A2? I want to blame everybody who's always bringing up Santa Claus and how Philly's angry all the time. You threw Something's snowballs at him in the stadium at the vet. Uh, uh, eh, what? That, we have, maybe it was we have evidence. Maybe you should have got, got out of the way of the snowballs, but that's irrelevant. Oh, now we're so Santa, Santa and the reindeer should have gotten out of the way of angry people doing snowball season in well, Philadelphia. Where, That's what we're doing here. Where was Rudolph? Rudolph was out of there. He, he's a reindeer. He can get away. All I know is every time something good is going for the city, <laughs> something turns around. Like, bricking for chicken on the Sixers. When, oh, yeah. You know, when people miss two free throws, you get free Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. The app's not working for my mom and all that. There's a lot going on, man. I don't like it. I'm just going to be honest. See what happens when people feel so aggrieved. Courtney, when their city or something happens to their city and they're trying to blame the gods, they're blaming lack of chicken, they're blaming lack of apps, all these things. Gordon is grasping for straws. Oh, but uh, grasping, he's not grasping, he's grabbing when it comes to that. James over here, he's Uh setting up the table this morning. He's got 17 Mahomes. He does. He really does. He put the MVP according to him right in the middle. Chiefs on it, not Santa. Oh, geez. What's wrong with you two? Um, (laughs) Listen. We're even grasping at straws at Yates being an Eagles fan. He's not an Eagles fan. I he really no. He's a Philadelphia fan of the city. Yeah, he, he, he we reps. can't find Pat. Is Pat's he? missing right now. He's yeah, a Patriot say, fan. He's a yeah, Laker fan. Days. Where's Pat? Yeah, Courtney's right. Where's Costello? All of a sudden, he's like Elvis Costello right now, just disappearing. <laughs> Where's he been? He's grieving too. This is, this is ridiculous. And now James is around, prancing around. This is what I this, say. This right. is James's field day because he's really that Patrick Mahomes like, uh, has Patrick a one-way Mahomes ticket to the MVP. MVP. All this, Courtney and I have had to deal with this for the last forty Woo. minutes, involving <laughs> Alan Yates, and then James comes in and decorates the table. And poor Shannon Penn, our producer, like, I just want to get to the show, please. Can we talk about Jalen Hurts and his injury? Co-MVP <laughs> loading, James. Get ready. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Peyton and McNair. There's Let's only do one it MVP. Again. Oh, There's my goodness. Yeah, put it, well, put it this way. Either way, I, I'll, I'll throw this question to you, Courtney. When it comes to the sprained shoulder, he's uncertain to play Saturday when they take on the Dallas Cowboys at 4 o'clock Eastern time. That's what league sources told Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL insider, on Monday. You were there in Chicago mm-hmm. when that game was being played, part of ESPN NFL Nation, coming to Chicago Bears. What did you see after when it seemed like the video was out there when he got tackled and then after that, Courtney? Yeah, so he got tackled on a play in the third quarter by Travis Gibson, Bears defensive end. And, you know, what you see on the screen right there, it looks like nice green grass. It looks like it might have a little give to it. Let me right. promise you, when you are at Soldier Field and it is that cold, that feels like falling on cement. Mm. And he was slow to get up. And I remember thinking, did he tweak something there? Did that shoulder go the wrong direction? Might he have landed on that a little, you know, in the wrong way? He kind of came up a little gingerly. But he yeah. finished the game. My thing was there were so many designed runs for him on Sunday where I just felt like that didn't need to be the case because Mm -hmm. you're making him susceptible to injury, especially after that point. Like, I just – I mean, I don't know what more he could have done, and that was a close game, so it's Mm -hmm. not like they could have pulled him. They won 25-20, and it took until the final drive in the fourth quarter for them to really seal the deal because the Bears did have a pretty furious comeback there in the second half. So I understand having to play – him having to play through that, Mm -hmm. but I was wondering – are we going to start hearing about him on the injury report this week? Are we going to start hearing about Jalen Hurts having mm-hmm. to maybe take some time off with that shoulder because the way he landed on it? Yeah. You know, I saw Justin Fields do something similar. Granted, it was his non-throwing shoulder that he landed on awkwardly in Atlanta, and that cost him a game because he had uh, an AC joint injury. Now, we don't know the extent mm-hmm. of this injury. We know it's a sprained shoulder. Right. So what is the degree potentially of a separation? How long? long does that take is that going to take him to heal because as we saw with Fields his counterpart the guy he was going against on Sunday that only took Justin you know roughly 13 days to come back from to Mm -hmm. play in another game but what we know with the Philadelphia Eagles is they need one more win to lock up the NFC's number one seed they do have the Dallas Cowboys though on Christmas Eve, and we know that that's a big division game for them that's got a lot of implications around it for a Dallas team that's coming off a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. How do they get it done with Gardner Minshew? How do they have to change the offense? There are a ton of questions. Well, the offense is going to change with Gardner Minshew. You can't do some of the same things with him that you can do with Jalen Hurts. That's just not a, that's just a fact right there, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. No, and I don't disagree with it. I think that they are so dynamic in the sense that they've got receivers who are complete receivers that give you every opportunity to utilize them in a multitude of ways. Now, are you going to be using A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith as your deep threat? Probably not with someone like Gardner Minshew Mm -hmm. because, as you said, Freddie, I mean, the arm strength just isn't there of Jalen Hurts. That's no knock on Gardner Minshew. It's just, you know, a part of his game that he doesn't have. Now, Will teams try to scheme to take away some of those underneath routes and the throws that might be a little bit easier for him to make? Sure. But there's a reason you have a stable of running backs that you've been building for two years now. You lean on Miles Sanders. You lean on your running game. You and You to. try to just get the win on Sunday or excuse me, on Saturday, and if it if it doesn't happen there, do it against the Saints. Hopefully it doesn't take up until week 18 against the New York Giants for this team. So they can then have their eye on the postseason and their eye on getting Jalen Hurts back because, again, we don't know how long he's going to have to be out, but you think, okay, handle business. 
take care of the Dallas Cowboys, win that game, and then you're not even looking into st- to getting Jalen Hurts back for nearly three weeks at that point because they would have the first round bye. Yeah, Courtney Cron and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Marcus Spears, ESPN NFL analyst, says despite, and it seems likely, that Jalen Hurts is not going to play this weekend or even the next week, and I think the Eagles are going to be very judicious in how he rebounds from whatever the level of sprain shoulder that he has. Marcus Spears still has a lot of confidence in the Eagles whether Hurts plays this weekend or not. I still believe this team, and this is why what Howie Roseman has been doing mm. is going to be put under a microscope, right? Not only do you bring Garner Minshew in, you re-solidify your defensive line. Offensive line is intact. You bring in a playmaker to help with comfortability, whether you got to go to your backup or not. And when you think about all of the things that have transpired this particular season with injuries, Dallas came in here and played with a backup. I, I feel better about Philly's team than I felt about <laughs> Dallas's team when Cooper Rush took over. So. Yeah. I, I, I just – big deal, but I think they'll get two out of the three. They can get two out of the three because mm-hmm. the things that are not going to change in Philadelphia are still going to be in place. You're still going to run the football. You're still going to pound the rock. You can't do a lot of the read option, run option things you can do with Jalen Hurst that you can't do with Gardner Minshew. But that doesn't change who they're going to be. And they have a guy called Nick Sirianni. The head coach is going to say, that's why we have this guy here. We'll change things. We have no choice, Courtney, but to do that. But we're still going to be who we are. We're going to run the football, make plays, don't make mistakes, and don't put our defense on the short field. Believe me, Gardner Minshew has gotten that message even long before he was going to have a chance to play with Jalen Hurts being out, and we don't know how long that's going to be. And I think they're fortunate with the way that they constructed this team that they have an actual backup who has actual NFL experience, not just somebody who started a game here and there out of necessity. You think about Gardner Minshew's time with the Jacksonville Jaguars. like He was a true starter down there. So I think that they can rest assured that he can just manage what he needs to do the next couple weeks. They have a 98.7% chance, according to our analytics, to still get that number one seed. 98.5. So actually a higher percentage chance than I said to get the one seed according to ESPN analytics. So I know that you can't take your foot off the gas at any point, but for any team to have to deal with this sort of injury adversity late in the game, I don't think there's a better team suited to handle that than the Philadelphia Eagles. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation. can do that on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hit us up at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. By the by, ESPN Nation. It's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season or hurts to be in the MVP season without a delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So that conversation started the minute we found about the sprained shoulder when it came to Jalen Hurts, the Eagles starting quarterback, who may not be there this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. But should it really affect the MVP voting going forward if he doesn't play another game? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, and this is ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 15 minutes away from Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers after the Packers won a Monday Night Football versus the Rams. That's in 15 minutes here on Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max got Courtney Cronin over there. You got Freddie Cohen over here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPNU. As a matter of fact, click more in the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. And that's where you can find us. So all of a sudden, Courtney Cronin, we found about the injury. We don't know Jalen Hurts or the Eagles having a sprained shoulder that he suffered Sunday. You were there for that game when they played the Chicago Bears. All of a sudden, Courtney Cronin, he has gone from an MVP favorite. Now Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, he's the MVP favorite at minus 200. Jalen Hurts is at plus 250. The minute that I heard about this injury, the first thought that went through my mind was, it is so similar that when Carson Wentz, playing for the Eagles, was going to be the MVP. Torres ACL was not the MVP. They won the Super Bowl. Not saying the same thing's going to happen here, Courtney, with Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. He's going to be back. Gardner Minshew's going to be back on the bench. But the minute that that happened is also they said, well, we can't have Wentz the MVP. They moved him out the way, even though he didn't play another game and his numbers were still better than the people who were going to wind up winning the MVP when it was all said and done. Yeah, I mean, the Wentz comparison is a great one to make because it's eerily similar down to the game that he got hurt. So this is the 14th game for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 13-1. and Carson Wentz was hurt in the team's 13th game, that 2017 season that they went on to win the Super Bowl. And granted, you know, Philly fans should be breathing a sigh of relief. This is a sprained throwing shoulder yep. for Jalen Hurts, not a torn ACL, which certainly would change the game because Hurts would be out for the rest of the year and so I you also got to think too I mean MVPs are one thing one Mm -hmm. year is one thing that changed the trajectory of Carson Wentz's career the year that that happened it wasn't just taking away you know the MVP award which he would have been the unanimous MVP that year considering what a tear he was on to start the 2017 season but any missed games here are going to cause, you know, the odds to change for Jalen Hurts and potentially hinder his chance of winning the MVP. And you got to think about, we try not to be prisoners of the moment. We try to make mm-hmm. sure as voters to look at the entire body of work. But Jalen Hurts, after throwing three interceptions all up until the time of Halloween, and then yeah. he had, you know, like a five-week stretch where he didn't throw an interception. He threw two against Chicago. So when you're voting the the final MVP votes coming around, how are people weighing the last action that we may have potentially seen him in for the regular season? Are they looking at his stat line and saying he wasn't great in those moments? Certainly he got it done, and I think it is worth pointing out that after the injury occurred in the third quarter, 
He was still throwing the ball at an incredibly yeah. good rate. He was 7 of 11 for 110 yards, which is 11 yards per attempt. And he also ran the ball six times for nine yards and ran in his third touchdown. So I I think that all of that has to come into play here when you're talking about Jalen Hurts and how his odds are going to be affected. But, man, if there's any time for a third quarterback to truly enter the race here, mm-hmm. welcome in Josh Allen because this, this – clears the way for for a new a newcomer yeah. rather to the race even though Josh Allen was the front runner through week 9 it changes the game entirely more, more like welcome back Josh Allen yeah. to the MVP race because exactly he's the odds on favorite at the beginning of the year by the way the year that Carson Wentz got injured was 2017 he played 13 games he only got two votes after that Tom Brady won the MVP that year back in 2017 triple H say ESPN Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. John in Texas. We have to say about Hertz being affected in the MVP race with the sprained shoulder that could keep him out the rest of the regular season for Philadelphia. By playing on the field, and as far as Philadelphia going up against the Cowboys Saturday, they got an ace up their sleeve. Philadelphia does, and the, that ace is called Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak Prescott Dak can't Prescott, get any kind of love. No clutch. No, no. It's the truth. I'm look. I'm looking at facts. Now, hold, hold on. I don't hold on, hate that. I don't hate that. Hold on a second, John. When you, when you use the word facts and Dak, hold on a second. He's he's had some comeback victories. I know the last couple of weeks people have gotten on him, but to say that he has not been clutch, that's not accurate. It is accurate when it comes to the playoffs. Well, but, when he no, goes no, up no, against, no, when he goes that, up against, that's not true. Top. Stop, stop, stop. We're, we're shutting you down right there, John in Texas. You want to say he played badly against San Francisco? I get it, but the playoff game he lost against the Green Bay Packers. He delivered in the fourth quarter through a touchdown pass, and then Aaron Rodgers made a great play on the other side. Dak's not playing defense on that one, so that's not a fact. You want to say last year he played terrible? Yes. But in the playoffs, that's not a consistent fact. I'm not buying that. Nope, no, and nope, I mean, nope. like, even even as of two weeks ago when they had their comeback win over the Houston Texans, I know it's a one-win Houston Texans team. Dak did deliver on that final drive. He went like 68 yards for yeah. 72 yards on that 98-yard drive that was capped off with a Zeke touchdown. So he has it in him. He does have those clutch moments. But I, I think to John's point, you're looking at a Dallas team – I'm not going to use the word that they're in disarray, but there's some cracks in the armor there that are starting to show through that if you're Philly, you hope that you can capitalize on that and lock up the NFC's number one seed this weekend, regardless of who's starting at quarterback. Like we've seen this Dallas team struggle against the run and even against Jacksonville last week. No knock on Jacksonville, but mm-hmm. they are a six the, and eight team. Playing better, and but the run right. defense stresses me out. You have Miles Sanders on your side, though, if you're Philly. So I think that you're in an OK spot with that stable of backs and being able to kind of change what you're doing or at least mitigate some of the throws that Jalen Hurts would have to make by making it a little easier on Gardner Minshew, run the ball yeah, because yeah. this Dallas team has shown it is not capable of stopping a potent run game. It's like I said, you're not going to change who you are. Things that you can do that you can't do with Gardner Minshew that doesn't preclude the fact that you're going to have to run the football because mm-hmm. that's what you do and you stop the run when you're the Philadelphia Eagles. Steven, Florida, open up about the MVP race, my friend. Hello? Go ahead, Steve. Oh, oh no, no, it's actually uh, Kennedy from Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, now, nah, with, with the Jalen Hurts thing, I'm kind of bummed out because uh, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, and uh, me and my son are going to the game on Saturday. And many of the Cowboys games that I took my son to, either one or both of the teams have never been at full strength. 
Hmm. And I kind of want to want to be able to measure us and see how how we're going to respond after the Jacksonville game. Not, you know, I'm kind of bummed out if Jalen Hurts wouldn't be able to play for that particular reason. And I want to see, you know, how how they would respond if they were to play against a full strength Eagles team. That's a great point, Kenny in Texas. Thank you for the phone call. Sorry for the confusion because I always, Courtney, want to see the best when they're playing that way. I don't care if you're a Cowboys fan. I don't care if you're an Eagles fan. Jalen Hurts has been able to overcome so many naysayers, mm-hmm. so many people saying that's not the quarterback that you can win with in Philadelphia. And all he's done this year is got there and proved those naysayers wrong once again. They said he couldn't make the adjustment from Alabama to Oklahoma and being a throwing offense. He did. That was a Heisman Trophy finalist when he was a senior. People said you can't be a quality NFL quarterback or be the kind of guy you can rally around. He's been able to do that. So I'm with Kennedy. I wanted to see Jalen Hurts going up against that Cowboys defense on the road with so much on the line to show people that I can win these kind of games like I did early in the year when Dallas came to my place and we up 20 to nothing before they almost called it a comeback and won that game. Yeah, and I mean, to be able to sweep your division opponent and to continue to roll through the rest of your schedule, because they've got two more NFC East games coming up. They've got the Giants in Week 18 and then obviously this week with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean... I get wanting to see teams at full strength to be able to measure any sort of, you know, where where the talent discrepancy might be, where the gap would be once you enter the playoffs. But if you're Dallas right now, if you're Micah Parsons, because remember how much he was talking about this game early, Freddie, before they even, Mm -hmm. it was two weeks before they even played. Right. I think they're probably breathing a sigh of relief that you're not going to have to defend any of those quarterback counters or any of those design runs because they're not very good at doing that. So it, I think Dallas caught a break. I think that's the obvious thing to say here. But then again, I'm not going to just rain on Gardner Minshew. What other quarter, right. How many other backup quarterbacks have a 41 to 12 touchdown interception ratio? Yeah, not many. Yeah, but, and a guy like that that knows the system, knows the offense, it'll be different. That doesn't mean it's going to be totally ineffective mm-hmm. when it comes to Gardner Minshew being in for Jalen Hurts potentially a Saturday when they play against the Dallas Cowboys. Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. You keep weighing in on the MVP race. Hit us up on Twitter at Courtney R. Cronin. That's Courtney's handle, my handle at Coleman ESPN, and also Key J. Max, part of ESPN Radio's Twitter handle. And can Aaron Rodgers really believe what he said last night after the Packers beat the Rams? What? That's next on ESPN Radio. Hey, this is Freddie Coleman. And I'm Ian Fitzsimmons from Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. And a Merry New Year. From all of us us at ESPN ESPN Radio. Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Rodgers now in the shotgun. Jones to his right. Now Jones motions wide to the left. Quick toss Jones. Left side. Gets a block from Watson. Cuts it back. Ends up. Touchdown! Aaron Jones like a rocket. Hey, you want to catch touchdowns, you run the right routes. <laughs> Thanks to TMJ, WTMJ with the call. Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, Sean J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. So, Courtney, our boy Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he was tree-hugging. I don't know if he was sitting there saying kumbaya in the forest before last night's Monday Night Victory over the Los Angeles Rams. But after they win, he's feeling pretty good. They're 6-8. and eight. They have to win out and get plenty of help. They visit Miami on Sunday. But he has a lot of belief, Courtney Cronin, that they can still have a chance to get into the playoffs out of the NFC. I mean, there is a chance that just under 13%, they entered this game right under 10% to make the postseason. And obviously, stranger things have happened. Maybe their schedule breaks for them in a nice way. Because I was taking a look at what their probabilities are to beat the Dolphins, to beat the Vikings, to beat the Lions uh, at home for the final three games. And they're favored in two of these, which is wild to me to think about. I don't understand if we're just, like, expecting that Aaron Rodgers is going to continue on this tear, that Green Bay's run game is going to be what they lean on to victory. But it's – he's not out of it yet. And we knew Mm -hmm. that when Aaron Rodgers ended up hurting himself and his ribs in Philly – that when he said he was going to come back if his MRI scans were clear and going to keep playing until they're eliminated from the postseason – Freddie, at this rate, we're not seeing Jordan Love this year. I really don't believe so. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers is going to make sure that if he has his way, Courtney, we were never going to see Jordan Love (laughs) play in a regular season game in a Packers uniform. So Aaron Rodgers is who he is, and everybody knows that. So that's why when he said this about the Packers still believing and still believing they can get a chance to get in the playoff hunt, people wanted to know what changed in that belief over the team when it comes to the past few weeks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just you win a game. You, vibes are pretty good, and uh, we've just been practicing a little bit better. Energy's been a little bit better, and it's hard to put uh, your finger on it. Um, but we played a couple teams we should have beat. So that being said, it's still tough to win in the league, and I've, I said it earlier, I think we can beat anybody. We can also lose to anybody. Um but when you win a couple in a row, it starts to give you some confidence. Now we're playing against some better football teams down the stretch that uh, that we can go to Miami and win. Winning is the ultimate, ultimate sanitizer. 
because if he had said something like this, Courtney, early in the year, people would have said, go back and hug that tree. They won the last couple of games, and hey, you know, Aaron Rodgers may be right. He may, may do have a chance to get in no matter how much help the Green Bay Packers are going to need. Yeah, I mean, nothing like some good vibes to change the overall vibe of this team that they were on the outside looking in, like the way outside looking in. I mean, two yeah. weeks ago when they played the Chicago Bears here at Soldier Field, they were 4-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. Like, they were so far out of this thing, and you're looking at their chances now and realizing – They go to Miami. It's a warm-weather game on Christmas Day, and this is a Miami team that's lost three straight. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Buffalo, and then they get to go home. So I don't know if they need to kind of reset there and maybe they rewrite their ship a little bit because they're holding on to their playoff hopes for dear life too. But I – I think the schedule might be breaking for Green Bay at the right time because of what we said about Miami. You don't know what Minnesota Vikings team you're going to get. <laughs> they have them the following week. Right. Fortunately for Green Bay, they have them at home. And I am a little surprised that Green Bay is favored against the Detroit Lions in week 18 because we know De- Detroit's not going to be resting its starters, and they're on a tear right now themselves. So maybe it's just the Aaron Rodgers effect that goes into that. I don't know, but they have been playing better as of late, and I do think that what he was saying just about the way that things have turned on this year, his rookie receivers have come on late, but at least they're doing something. You're getting a lot from Romeo Dobbs. You're getting a considerable amount still from Christian Watson, who had that tear in the middle of the halfway point of the season, really until, you know, a couple weeks ago, he was really starting to come on. And I just think that they've really leaned into what this run game can Mm -hmm. do for them. That's what they did last night against the Los Angeles Rams. And honestly, when you and I were hosting the show yesterday, I wasn't so sure considering how good the Rams run defense was in allowing the fourth uh, fewest rushing yards per game that they were going to be able to do that. But Aaron Jones finishes 17 carries, 90 yards, uh, and A.J. Dillon, two touchdowns on 36, on 11 carries for 36 yards. And, you know, their best receivers sometimes are their running backs in there's Aaron Jones scored a touchdown too. So I, I'm not going to say that everything's clicking for Green Bay at the right time because no. coming on late, I mean, you still have an under 13% chance to make the NFC playoffs, but stranger things have happened. And where this team is right now, they've got to be comfortable that at least things are stend- going in the right direction, if not clicking all the way around. Yeah, the beauty of the NFL and the 17-game schedule, an extra playoff spot, everybody mm-hmm. still believes they have a chance even at this point of the season. Don't forget that ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action. Tonight is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Do not try to say that five times fast. The coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Well, we're going to find out how much belief you have. Wow. Yeah. Going back to the early 80s. I don't think Courtney was alive when Definitely this song was not, out. but I know this song. Yeah, 1982. <laughs> don't ask why I know that. Some people have to remember, and some people have to read history. Let's look at it that way. So it's time for our host for Believe It or Not Playoff Contenders. I give you Shannon Penn, ladies and gentlemen. Shannon Penn. All right, Boy, be- Shannon. Be- Believe It or Not Playoff Contenders, we're actually going to start, Freddie, with the Green Bay Packers last night. Believe it or not, are they contenders? You believe in it or not? Nah, look at their schedule. They got Miami at 8-6, and six, Minnesota 11-3, and three, Detroit 7-7. Seven and seven. I know Aaron Rodgers is feeling all kumbaya about the last two wins that they had a chance to get, but... I'm still not trusting that next year, if everything breaks right, yes. But believe it, no, I don't believe they're a playoff contender. 
I have more faith in the Detroit Lions right now over the Green Bay Packers, considering they have a game on them. I probably even have more faith that Seattle's going to make the postseason for that seven seed in the NFC than Green Bay. So while Green Bay came on late, they are not playoff contenders for me. All right, Courtney, believe it or not, playoff contenders, Minnesota Vikings, what you got? All right, so like they are in the playoffs. Right? They just wrapped up the NFC North. So you're asking me how far they can go uh-huh. in the postseason. Yeah, you buying it? Believe no, it or not. I am not. Not at all. Not after seeing what happened against a four-win Colts team this past weekend. The way that they're winning games right now is not sustainable. They will lose that magic in the postseason. They will be a wild card exit. They have no magic going into the postseason. But I will say this. I warned people a couple of weeks ago. If they don't survive and advance in the postseason, it will not be Kirk Cousins' fault. It'll be that leaky defense, the second-worst defense in the NFL in terms of yards per game. He won't be the problem. It'll be the defense. They have no magic because the defense can't play at all. All right, Freddie, I'm starting here with you. You Dallas Cowboys, believe it or not, how much belief do you have in the Cowboys come playoff time? I've never had belief in the Cowboys, and I'm a Cowboys fan. So until they actually do it, I'm not believing it. That defense is aight, but they can't stop the run. Dak Prescott can make plays here and there, but can he do it in a situation where everybody believes he can't do it? The jury is still out. Even though I believe he can do it, I'm still not trusting that. Don't trust the Cowboys at all. I need to see them beat Philadelphia this weekend before I start believing in the Dallas Cowboys. And I know that they'd be beating a Philly team without potentially Jalen Hurts uh, in Week 16, but... I'm worried about what this, you know, from from everything. Maybe it's not just Dak Prescott. To me, the bigger crack in their armor right now is their defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not so sure that Mike McCarthy has the clock management, time management, timeout management thing figured out. All right, Courtney, believe it or not, Mike, New York Giants. How much you belief you got in them? I got... I got a considerable amount of belief. I I think that they were able to right the ship when they beat the Washington Commanders on Sunday night football. They're the sixth seed right now. Their schedule is favorable the rest of the way. Yeah, they have Minnesota this week. I've covered Minnesota teams that have those hangovers (laughs) emotionally following very big wins. So the Giants are facing Minnesota for their eighth win of the season at literally the most opportune time. So, yes, I think the Giants will be fine and they will make the postseason. They'll make the postseason, but I still worry about that offense that is still going to struggle a little bit, even though Daniel Jones has shown that he can respond to terrific coaching because I think Brian Dayball's terrific coach. That defense keeps getting better. I'll give it kind of 50-50, believe it, the Giants. Can that offense continue to run the football and step up? We'll see. But I think they got their quarterback in Daniel Jones. He's not a max kind of contract quarterback, but he should be more than just enough. Believe it or not, playoff contenders style here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. You got Courtney Cronin there. You got Freddie Coleman here. And you got Shannon Penn over there. All right, believe it or not, Freddie, how much belief do you have in the Miami Dolphins? I have more belief in the Dolphins after losing the Buffalo Bills than I did before because they went into that place and people said, oh, Santa Claus and reindeer, you guys aren't going to do anything. And they had a 29-21 lead. And if Mike McDaniel had been better coaching in terms of timeouts and using time, they might have been able to win that game. If they can run the ball a little bit more with Raheem Mostert, who averaged almost over nine yards to carry on the road against a Bills defense that's pretty good, I have a little bit more belief in the Dolphins because that running game may help out and they allowed their quarterback to be helped out by that. I have faith in the Miami Dolphins. I'm not so sure that they will end up staying in that seven seed because I do think the Chargers are on a tear right now. But to Freddie's point, guys, 
if they can average seven and a half yards per carry, because I don't know where that came from, all of a sudden they're a running team and a pretty good one at that, that's going to carry them into the playoffs. So ride that against Green Bay. Ride ride the same strategy that you used yep. in your cold weather game in Buffalo when you play New England in Foxborough in two weeks. All right, last one, believe it or not. Courtney, how much belief do you have in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? None. Like, I hate that division. I'm sorry. I have more <laughs> faith that the Saints wow. are going to end up winning uh, the NFC South right now, and they're on the outside looking in. So, no, Tampa Bay has been such a struggle bus to watch this year, and I know that Tom Brady's had a couple comeback games, and, and that's all fine, but everything around him is not perfect this season, and he needs it to be more than he ever has in his career. So, no, I do not have faith that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to make the postseason. A little northern aggression from Courtney. <laughs> Towards the NFC South, but I'm completely with you. I mean, they were up 17 nothing against Cincinnati, and then that disappeared in a blink of an eye. The biggest question to me is, what is Tom Brady going to do? Is he just going to go off into the sunset or come back for one more year? I think he comes back for one more year because he does not want his NFL career to end the way that this season is going to end, a one-and-done when it comes to Tampa Bay, if they even win that division. So we talked enough about a little Believe It or Not here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2 as well as ESPNU. Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today. Since it is Christmas season, it's time to bring an old Tannenbaum, old Tannenbaum. When it comes to Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, hit him on Twitter at Real Tannenbaum. And Mike, the big story of the day in the National Football League, the sprained shoulder suffered by Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, when they were able to still beat the Chicago Bears on Sunday. If you were running this organization, if you're Ryan Poles, the general manager, what is going to be your timetable or how are you going to put that timetable out there regarding this injury and Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I would not play Jalen Hurts until he's completely healthy. I think we could go ahead and win the division, win home field advantage because we have a really good team and the way we've had this really – we padded a lead and let's face it, Dallas has stumbled. So uh, if I'm the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, I'm erring on the side of caution and I want to have – Jalen Hurts play as many meaningful games in January as possible. Okay, so you brought up the Dallas Cowboys, and after losing that game to the Jacksonville Jaguars, there's questions about how sustainable this run is going to be for them into the postseason. So now that the pressure does shift to the Dallas Cowboys, what do some of these recent struggles tell you about this Cowboys defense and just how things may or may not fall apart the next couple of weeks and into the postseason? Yeah, I think it goes back to October, Courtney. You know, they lost Jordan Lewis, a uh, really good nickel. Then last couple of weeks, they lost Anthony Brown, a really steady number two corner. Jonathan Hankins is out, uh, one of their run stoppers. And then Leighton Vanderesh went out. So they've yeah. lost a lot of players on defense. And Kelvin Joseph just isn't a reliable player. He's talented. Here he is getting beat on a double move to Zay Jones in a big sequence in the game. So um, – their defense is going to really just depend on this great pass rush covering up for some of these injuries in the secondary. And candidly, I, I think the other big factor in that loss was a 27-second drive where after they caused a turnover of Trevor Lawrence, they had the ball for 27 seconds. That's absolutely unacceptable. You have to run the ball or make sure that you're completing the ball in terms of like short, high percentage throws. And when you have the ball for 27 seconds and the game on the line on the road, um, I look to play calling, and then Dak has to make better decisions. When you're up 10 and you're at the minus 8-yard line, you can't throw a pick in that situation. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining Freddie Coleman and Courtney Cronin and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We know what the narrative sounds like when it comes to Dak Prescott, whether it's playoffs in the regular season. If I ask Mike Tannenbaum what is his narrative 
about Dak Prescott, what is your answer? I'm a big believer. I think you can win a lot of games with Dak Prescott with his arms, his legs. Um, now, the last month he's made some really poor decisions, which is uncharacteristic, and I'm hoping and assuming he's going to get back to playing at a representative level. I think they can make some noise in the postseason. Now, the defensive injuries uh, are a concern. Now, look, mm-hmm. they're getting Tyron Smith back. They lost Terrence Steele. Um, I do like this team. I, I think Tony Pollard's an underrated difference maker in the league, and if I'm Kellen Moore and I'm coaching Dak, I'm just talking about, hey, long handoffs, get the ball to some of these guys in space. We have plenty of playmakers. Um I think they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Jacksonville winning three of its last four. I thought it was impressive to see what they did in that comeback win against the Ravens. But in Ever, the ante was even upped further doing it against the Cowboys defense this past weekend. What does this tell you about Trevor Lawrence and his trajectory as the franchise quarterback? Yeah, I think it says a ton about Doug Peterson. Mm -hmm. You know, the tape sets the floor and the character sets the ceiling. And we've seen Jalen Hurts get a lot better this year. We're seeing Justin Fields get better. And also, now we look at Trevor Lawrence, and this league has a lot of bright young superstars, and Trevor Lawrence could go to the head of the class. He can make all the throws. He got away with one there, uh, throwing across his body. But he's on, on a tear, 14 touchdowns, one pick over the last few weeks. And uh, I think they have a real chance to go into MetLife and give the Jets uh, all they can handle Thursday night. Which quarterback would you choose to build your franchise around? If I give you Trevor Lawrence of Jacksonville, or Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears, who are you taking and why? Yeah, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I'm just a height, weight, speed guy. Just over time, I want the bigger guy. Uh, they have a longer, in theory, they should have a longer shelf life. Um, I love Justin Fields. I couldn't believe what he did the other day, some of the plays he made. <laughs> yeah, um, He's also really well built. Um, I think they both have a chance to do really well, and I think the Jets are going to rue the day that they took Zach Wilson instead of Fields. All right, Mike, before we get you out of here, I wanted to ask you about the Los Angeles Chargers because Freddie and I were going through our pretenders and our contenders in the NFL playoff picture. And over in the AFC, things are getting crowded for that seven seed in between where the Dolphins are right now on this three-game losing streak and where the Chargers are on the outside looking in. But on a tear as of late, who do you have more confidence in? Is it the Miami Dolphins or is it the Los Angeles Chargers? Well, I'll take the Chargers. They just beat the Dolphins last week, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've always been a big Justin Herbert fan. I think if he played in the SEC or had a bigger personality, we'd be talking about him a lot. But Mm -hmm. I think he's a great player. If they get Joey Bosa back, um, I think they have a chance to actually make a little noise in the playoffs because when Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are healthy, I think Justin Herbert's an absolute superstar. And that throw he made uh, on the sideline the other day to beat uh, Tennessee on that last drive was remarkable. So should be an interesting – you know, all these teams obviously play each other coming down the stretch. It'll be um, a dogfight as usual, but I do like the Chargers. Old Tannenbaum indeed. He's Mike Tannenbaum, <laughs> ESPN NFL front office insider. Always a great follow on Twitter at Real Tannenbaum. Joining Freddie Cohen and Courtney Cronin on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Mike, always a pleasure, my friend. Have a great uh, holiday as well, too. All right, thanks so much. You too, guys. Appreciate great, it. Great to Mike Tannenbaum. Courtney, I'll throw that at you. I know Justin Fields, you cover him. You cover Chicago Bears. You're back in that city. You get a chance to cover that team and enjoy everything that Chicago has to offer. But if I ask Courtney Cronin, is she taking Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence to build a franchise around? Who is she taking and why? 
You know, it's a. I figured this would be a question that people are going to start talking about with the 2021 quarterback class because truly those are the only two that I think you have a definitive answer yeah. about as of right now, whether they're the franchise guys or not. And, you know, I, I cover Justin Fields on a daily basis. I have not seen that sort of production from the pocket. No one has yet this season. And there are moments that lead you to believe, oh, with good pass protection, when mm-hmm. you start putting more pieces around him, he can be that guy because we saw him we saw him as that guy in college like he wasn't a running quarterback at Ohio State I remember asking him about that last week when he was on the cusp of you know breaking the franchise quarterback uh rushing record which is held by Bobby Douglas in the 1970s he did that this past week and then he became the third quarterback to rush for a thousand yards in a single season and you know that that's just that wasn't his mo so when we can actually see him tap into the full depth of his skill set by utilizing that arm, then I think more people are going to be on the field's train as to, hey, this guy is more than just a special athletic talent. He's got the arm strength to go along with it. We're seeing more of that from Trevor Lawrence because by nature – you know what he has to do in Jacksonville. He doesn't have to run for his life in a lot of different, in, in in many different respects, the way that Fields has this year, because his pass protection isn't leaving him hanging out to dry. Things aren't breaking down consistently on third down. You're not just relying on Justin Fields to make something out of nothing. Uh, Justin Herbert, excuse me, Trevor Lawrence to make something out of nothing the way that you are with Justin Fields. So I can understand Mike's uh, long-term projection there, the height, weight, and speed thing. Justin Fields also a pretty big guy uh, and he's been very durable considering some of the hits he's taken so I think either answer works but I'd go with Fields. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence because anytime you get rid of the stench known as Urban Meyer and you come out the other side smelling like a rose with better coaching that's going to work but I will say this about Justin Fields the Jets are going to rule the day they took Zach Wilson over him at number two instead of Justin Fields. Speaking of another quarterback that people ruin the day on when it comes to Jalen Hurts how much of this injury affects the Eagles' momentum? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.